This episode of Ars Cryptoctica is brought to you by Uptick Project, the NFT world in your hand. Uptick is a decentralized mobile app built on top of the Uptick protocol. Manage your NFT-based digital assets with a focus on entertainment, sports, and the creative industry. Whatever your need for NFTs, Uptick has you covered. All right, let's get this show on the road, John. All right, Henry, I'm pretty excited. Uh, we have quite a few people on the show today. Uh, do you want to you take it away? Oh, do I? Let me just tell you. So I feel like in many ways, this is a precedent setting show. Uh, one, because the topic that we're going to talk about today and focus on is collaboration. And, you know, I'll, in a minute, I want to go over a little bit of the history of collaboration and how it was, uh, you know, s significant to the development of art throughout the 20th and to the 21st century. But also a precedent because we have today upward, I think, 10 guests representing a collaborative project, the DEC project, uh, founded by Slashed Ace, his, his infamous handle uh, across all social media spaces, a fantastic human being who I've gotten to know well, uh, who was actually sort of my gateway uh, into a lot of communities. So it's it a real honor to uh, bring him on the show to talk about this uh, wonderful project, which you'll hear how, how so much of the rapid transformation and exponential growth of this new movement in art, really, I feel like it's kind of, you see all of the elements in the, of the sort of macro picture of what's happening in the space, what's possible to happen in the space and how it's, how it's just uncanny how things are coming together. This story of this project is exemplary of all of that uncanniness that you you see happening in the you know the sort of profound way in which the NFT space is moving at an uh, unbelievable pace, and 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 that's really encapsulated by what what you're going to hear today from this group, um, and I'm really excited. So let me just start by saying you know the idea of collaboration in art it goes back. Um, most significantly, it kind of begins with uh, Brock and Picasso. Um, and I, I mentioned Brock and Picasso because, you know, collaboration in the 20th century is a lot different than what we're going to hear about today. Collaboration tended to be more intellectual in nature. Um, you know, the artist as lone wolf genius uh, is kind of the the primary cliche and driving sort of uh, legend space of art history. So, you know, you have the, uh, a history of egomaniacs um, whose talent was honestly bigger than even their egos. You know, artists like Picasso, uh, Brock, Frida Kahlo, Sophia Dulanay. I mean, these men and women who define the modern movement um, collaborated mostly through intellectual sharing. You didn't have as much sharing of the space of development of the output, right? You didn't see Brock and Picasso 
uh, or Picasso and Henry Matisse painting on the same canvas per se, but they shared their, their thoughts on what came before them, how that was inspiring them, and then heatedly debated how that could be deconstructed and reconstructed in ways that gave birth to say uh, the Cubist revolution, um, that Cubist movement of Brock and Picasso. But I wanna start by talking about the Dadaists. Uh, the Dadaists, you know, in particular, the Arps and a lot of the collaborative uh, artist duos of the early and mid 20th century, believe it or not, were husband and wives. Uh, you see this with uh, Marina Abramovich and Yule in the world of performance art. You see it, you saw it with Byrne and Hilla Bescher uh, in the um, uh, photography movements of the 20th century. Um, you know, Arp uh, and his wife, uh, Sophie, um, you know, they were, let's just say, you know, you think about what we're doing here as digital artists through our software programs and you know collaging and layering has a lot to do with that and the idea that the very skill set that most digital artists employ um you know goes back to what the dadaists and the cubists were doing uh with cut and paste and you know these artists in particular the arps you know their thing was collage and they were working on the same canvases together and they were inspiring each other. So just to imagine what this uh, collaboration between the ARPs is significant in uh, dialing in what became, you know, moving forward, uh, the splintering off into almost every movement of abstraction. Uh, so, you know, you have the founding, you know, mother and father in Hilma Klimt and uh, Wazley Kandinsky for abstraction, but then from them, you know, the Dadas in particular, ARP, the ARPs um, sort of splintered the possibilities into several directions, you know, including minimalism um, uh, and field color painting and whatnot. Uh, even the constructivists, they, they all were inspired by the ARPs. Uh, Burned and Hilla Besher, you know, transformed photography forever. Uh, they met and decided to focus all their talents on uh, on Burns' obsession with the industrial. And they spent the rest of their lives, a 50 plus year career, uh, wandering around Europe and mostly in particular Germany before and after the wars, just documenting uh, water towers and, and, and uh, furnaces and just over and over and over. And what, you know, it, it's well documented that the, that the, the Bechers were an enormous influence on Andre Gursky. Uh, who was, you know, he's one of the premier, uh, most significant photographers living today. Uh, you know, again, Marina Abramovich and Yule, their, their collaboration uh, changed uh, what was possible in performance art. You know, uh, Marina's considered the most important living performance artist today. Uh, the, her work with Yule paved the groundwork for, uh, the collaborative performance uh, art revolution that came after them, you know, before the uh, Abramovich and Yule, the performance art was very solitary endeavor. I'm talking about, you know, uh, performance, not like on stage, I'm saying the performance art movements. 
Oh, and I had one more note, you know, the, 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 the filmmaker, uh, Louis Buñuel, I mean, he uh, attributes his inspiration to become a filmmaker. Now he's a surrealist filmmaker, famous for the Andalusian dog, uh, a, a movie of that, that is incredible if you haven't seen it, but so the, the, he was inspired by the Arps who, all, who invented the op art uh, film movement. So you think about that, I mean, this is a, again, collaborative, the strength of collaboration. So here we are in the 20th century. And I wanna bring up also the spaces in Twitter. And we're gonna talk about all this today. We're gonna break this down, but the spaces in Twitter, you know, when you look back in the 20th century at like uh, Le Closere de Lila in Paris, where, uh, I mean, you're talking about Oscar Wilde, Charles Baudelaire, Paul Verlaine, uh, Sartre, F. F. Scott Fitzgerald, Ernest Hemingway, Henry Miller, uh, different eras, different groups. But the, the, the people that we read in college, these writers whose minds and works, you know, fomented the future of literature uh, in this particular cafe in Paris, France, you know, uh, they, they met. And again, it was intellectual. It was dialogue. It was the coming together of creative energies and deconstructing and reconstructing and considering and reconsidering. That's what happens in collaboration. Uh, <laughs> the White Horse Tavern in the USA. I mean, think about James Baldwin, Anais Nin, Hunter S. Thompson, Norman Mailer, Allen Ginsberg, Jack Kerouac in the same bar. You know, this bar also became incredibly important to the ABEX movement. You know, the ABEX think Jackson Pollock, you know, um, uh, Barnett Newman, Robert Motherwell. Oh, gee, just, I, you, you name it. These people met. They're, that whole group of 13, you know, they were called the group of 13. They, they met every day at the same bar and they sat there again, intellectually sharing. They did not paint on the same canvases, but they intellectually shared. And that's what's happening in Twitter spaces. Now, it's such a wild confluence of extraordinary events that have come to bear on what's happening now in the NFT world. And I would say not the least significant of which is Twitter spaces, where I probably would, would say, and I don't know for sure, maybe this will be something we touch on today. For sure, we will talk about Twitter spaces, but maybe every one of these contributors on the show today has connected through Twitter spaces. And, and so we're gonna talk about that, but the nature of collaboration is evolving now. And the future of art history is happening now. And it is the group that we have on the show today, I think is an exemplary group of how collaboration is evolving, how, where it was once um, two or three or four or five, you're gonna hear today about how this group came together in a short period of time, has been inspired by one man's dream and vision and has been executed very quickly by 54 individual artists from all over the world. So on that note, I wanna introduce Slash Ace as he's known and let him uh, take us away on what it is we're gonna be talking about. What is your project Slash Ace? Let's get into it. Yeah, so I come from a background, like I dealt poker for a number of years and 
after I jumped into the NFT space, I just kind of had this idea, like how cool would it be to have a deck of cards that's uniform enough to use in a casino, but every single card is made by a different artist. So when you open the face of the card, you're going to see artwork from a different NFT artist from around the world. And, you know, the idea came to me one day. I talked it over with a couple of friends in, in a space, and um, it just kind of rolled from there. I took the next day off. I built out the website. I started sending out invites, and we filled 54 artist spots in less than three days. So... And now we're only two weeks on. We got plenty of cards that are already finished and more artworks coming in every day. It's just um, the speed that it went and the amount of support that we got so quickly has just been overwhelming. Now, would you mind telling me if you remember the space that the the hosted space where you first sort of conceived of this and talked about it? Do you remember that? Yes, I do, I do remember. It was actually, um, I think the host was named uh, T3D and it was his friend FCC View and Duo was in there. So I popped in because Duo was in there and I had this idea kicking around in my head. And so I wanted to tell Duo and see what he thought about it because I trust his opinion, you know, so. Um, I just kind of, I kind of almost ran over the space, you know, the hosts were in there talking about something. I just popped in and started spitting out ideas and, and they were all kind of like, oh yeah, that, that sounds like a great idea. You know, why don't you go ahead and do it? And then the next morning I sent Duo the invite and the website that was already built out and everything. And he was like, man, you really weren't joking. You went fast on that thing. So it just kind of happened so fast, you know? It happened yeah, at the at the speed of inspiration. That's what I call that. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely say that. Like, it, you know, and, and to be able to have an idea like that and to see it come to conception within two, three days with 54 different people, that would never have been possible uh, even six months ago. It wouldn't have been possible six months ago because of the lack of, of the absence of the spaces, which uh, one of the, I think, why Twitter is the future is because of the innovation in in the way in which they are trying to expand the bandwidth that social media contracted you know they realized they contracted the bandwidth by which people are able to speak and talk in x number of characters and well now there's it's, it's like in one fell swoop they they've compensated for you know 10 years of, of shrinking bandwidth in a, in, a, in a single moment. Well, that's great. Before we get into introductions, is there anything else you want to say or do you want to hold that off for once we get past the introductions here? Yeah, I think we can go ahead with the introductions and, uh, and then kind of move on. You know, I, I would like to say more about it, but I think it's a team effort. You know, so I'd like to hear from the other people that kind of jumped in after the fact and, and see what they have to say about it also, you know. Great. So why, since we are working with a little bit of chaos here today, I'm going to let you call uh, each of our guests today up one by one and let them introduce themselves. All right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, I'm just going to go in order. So with whoever came in, um, I'll go first. Um, I'm Slash Days. I've, I've pretty much, I've been making art and my whole entire life, you know, I've always had something in me that I, I have to create, I have to build, I have to, I have to fix something always. So I've always made art, but 
I didn't get into the NFT space until about two months ago. Um, my little brother had seen my art. I hadn't made, I haven't even touched anything. I hadn't done a painting. I hadn't made anything for about two years before that. But he jumped me into the NFT space and he was like, just run with it, go with it. And, and that was only about less than two months ago. And um, with, with the, the, the community that Twitter Spaces has brought in, I, I, I just linked up with so many people right away from around the world that are like, have that same mindset as me, where we just have to, we have that in us where we have to create something. We have to make something and put it out to the world. So for me, it was, it was an amazing thing just to jump into the space, to start creating things again, and to, and to have a community that's been so supportive of, of everything, you know, we, as artists, we don't get that a lot. We don't get that support. You don't get that like group of people cheering you on when you're feeling down, but, but with the spaces and being connected to so many people, I think that's, it's going to flourish what the art world can do and what these creators can do. I, th I see everybody from the beginning, starting from, you know, being quiet and not saying anything to just like going all out. And now you get to see their full personality. You get to see everything they're creating. Their artworks 10 steps ahead of where they were when they started. And so that's just been amazing for me, you know. My art form is calligraphy. So when I was in sixth grade, my handwriting was was terrible. My uh, So my sixth grade teacher, she gave me a calligraphy pen, sat me in front of a computer and she said, you could pick one, but you need to pick one and uh, do something to keep your mind busy. So back then it was MS-DOS, not much in the line of artwork. So I got, re I got really good with the calligraphy pen. And, and then through life, I kind of took that with me everywhere I went. Um, in my 20s, I had an accident where I, I almost lost my arm. I got cut all the way from end to end. And it cut every vein, every tendon, every nerve in there. And I bled out and died. They brought me back in the hospital and fixed my hand up. But it was, it was like alien. It didn't work. Everything was backwards. The nerves were connected, but they didn't function properly. So I had to pick up something. You know, I couldn't write. So as a therapy, I picked up the calligraphy pen again, and I started forming those letters, you know, slowly, because you have to build them out. You can't just, it's not like writing, you know, just writing notes. You have to actually think about the letter forms and, and build them out. So that was my therapy to get the use of my hand back. I did calligraphy. And, you know, like, I've, I've always done calligraphy. I've always loved it. And so that's basically my art form. I do some, I do some comic-y things every once in a while and throw them out there just for fun but but that's that's pretty much where I'm at with it and I'm having a lot of fun in this space man I, I you know it's it's been a great ride all right world this is identity one slash days who's next so now we're just going to go down the list um I'm going to go with punk actual hey how's it going um yeah my artist name is punk actual it's a pun on punctual um I'm from Vancouver, BC. My real name's Christian, so you can call me either one. Um, I've actually been a music curator my entire life. Um, I was, I don't know, I own a music agency and uh, it wasn't until the pandemic that I started sharing my artwork. Most people have seen my art through posters for my entire life. So um, it's been 
totally different experience just creating something of beauty and that's kind of been my focus and it wasn't until um i connected with slash and the community that i i kind of felt like i had a home like it, it's been such an incredible experience getting to know these other artists and um there's so much positive energy that we kind of like give to each other and, and every day i feel like someone else uh, like you know whether it be duo or slash is having success and it, it's it's great to see um so i'm the ace of diamonds um my art style is again digital by i love surreal collage and abstract um and i think with my project what i eventually want to do um is bringing more of my musical artist friends as well I have, um, in 2019, I did over 200 live music events with over 500 separate musical artists. So I have a, a big, I don't know, I have a lot of other friends in the musical world too that I think are going to really enjoy this space and this energy and this creative environment. And it, it's just been such a fun thing to be a part of. And then it, it's like every day we get to meet a new rock star or a new superstar. So yeah, that's my little spiel right there. All right, identity two, punk actual. Uh, next up, we'll go with Ash, Little Box of Random. Hi. Hi, I'm Ash, uh, Little Box of Random. I will be doing the Queen of Hearts. I live in Baltimore, but I'm originally from like Southern Arizona. Uh, I'm a photographer, painter, graphic designer, and a tech professional, and also a mom and wife. Uh, so yeah like a lot of my art is kind of like art therapy for me because like as a kid uh being part of the neurodiverse community i never did good in school or anything so having like an art class and art teachers like really embrace like what i was doing is kind of like how i became an artist and why i have to like keep creating even though i work in tech uh, i can't stop doing art stuff which is funny. Uh, yeah, so I, I basically like paint to release energy, like that medium I specifically use for art therapy. So if I'm like in my fields or if there's something that's happening, that's usually like when I grab a canvas and I typically work on black canvas because I feel like you get um, like the whitest whites, the boldest pastels like in darkness. So, and I tend to gravitate towards like darker, like a little bit creepy work. Uh, yeah, so some of my influences are like David Stupakis, Frida Kahlo, uh, Salvador Dali, George O'Keefe, Monia Lewis, uh, yeah, a bunch of other people. But yeah, I just try to take all those elements and uh, I like take my photography, the painting and stuff and kind of mesh it together into one like cohesive piece. And that's what I plan on doing with the Queen of Hearts is like taking every throwing everything on the wall and see what sticks and then editing back and seeing what comes out of it identity number three ash little box of random you know just a note if you think about what it means to be an emerging artist we're all collaborating with our influences so we all in, in, innately understand or have some process by which we work through that which inspires us and we do that privately, but we, we are collaborating intellectually and emotionally with what, what has inspired us in the past. And that's something to keep in mind. So um, next up, we're going to go with the pizza king, Eric John, because I know he has to get back to work. How are you doing this morning? Oh, man, I'm doing good. Doing good. It's uh, crazy busy, man. It's uh, summertime. 
I'm over here in Rhode Island, USA. Uh, summers are always cranking around here. People having parties, going to the beach, and they want to get some pizza. They want to get some calzones. So I'm, I'm cranking it out. But I wanted to uh, take a little bit of time and just hop in here while I could. So I appreciate the invite. Um, I, I'm doing the King of Diamonds on uh, the project. And uh, I'm going to be making Portrait of Elvis, uh, Elvis Presley for the card, uh, the King of Diamonds, because uh, he is the king. Um, so I'm excited to do that. Um, I haven't made it yet, but I am going to be making it soon. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know what I do, uh, I, I make pizza art. So, uh, I, I literally take all natural pizza toppings, uh, and I make arts on top of pizzas. That's, that's what I do. So, um, if you look at any of my stuff, you kind of zoom in, you can see what I've used, green peppers, pepperoni, olives, mozzarella cheese. Um, you know, I, I use all kinds of spices to do shading and different things. Um, so it's something I've been doing for about five years and, uh, I've kind of developed this medium, um, as I've gone along, uh, and it's been a crazy journey. Um, and, uh, in terms of like influences and stuff, I mean, I, I could name a bunch of artists that I love. Um, but honestly, right now I think I'm more influenced by people in the space, uh, recently more than anything. I, I love L rock. I love his work. It's right up my alley. Um, I love, uh, Paul Eclipse. Uh, his stuff is, is fire. Uh, and uh, my man, Punk Actual, is here in the room, man. His stuff is so cool. I love it. Uh, so I, you know, I'm seeing all this great stuff that people are doing, and it's, it's making me want to, you know, make cooler and better stuff. So, uh, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And, and I'd just like to point out that what you just expressed is that, you know, you've, you're evolving out of, uh, say, maybe historical influences and into that sort of you know, cohabiting with your peers and, and riffing off your peers. And, and that was, you know, the foundation of 20th century collaborate, collaborative art projects, again, like Picasso and Brock. So yeah, thank you for that. Let's move on to the next slash. Yeah, so next up, we're gonna go with Duo, my man in the forest down there. Hey, how are you? Well, <laughs> first of all, uh... I'm Duo Crypto. My name is Luis. I am from Honduras, Central America. And actually, I am about to be four months in space. And it's pretty amazing. Uh, I met Slash by coincidence. We was trying to help somebody. And, and you know, the universe works in so many ways. And well, basically, my purpose here is was at the beginning um, to make art. I, I, I my, my parents had this art gallery when I was a kid, so I grew up uh, with poets, with poets and, and and painters, and I learned how to uh, I, I learned traditional painting, and I, also I love poetry so much, so I try to mix. Uh, so much I can poetry with 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 art. Uh, I also love photography. Uh, I consider myself uh, 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 well, not professional, but but I, I love a lot of photography. And basically, uh, I am doing the Ace of Clubs. Uh, that in the you know it represents a lot because it represents success in business and actually uh, it represents luck. So I, what I'm going to do is, is something related to that. Um, I was a little scared because 
basically, I'm, I am doing a lot of photography right now. So I was like thinking, how am I going to do Ace of Clubs with photography? And, and then I start to talk to people and, and I, I see the, the meaning of the card. And because of that, uh, now I have the almost 70% of, of the work done. And it's gonna be pretty amazing. I, as you said, spaces uh, help a lot. Twitter spaces uh, are helping a lot with uh, NFT community. And, and basically the collaborations are going on as you can see right now. Uh, yesterday, uh, thank you and, and Hans Zimmer just made a collaboration historical because Hans Zimmer, you know, is pretty amazing in, in, in the world. And now he's coming to NFT. You've got a lot of people uh, coming to NFT like MC Hammer and pretty amazing. It's gonna rock the world. And I'm pretty excited about being here right now, being part of the, I, I don't call it the new generation, I call us that degeneration because the, the, the people that were behind us, uh, they are making, other stuff and right now we are the ones that are creating the whole uh, picture of, of this so thank you uh thank you identity number five dual crypto and to your point um you know the the new movement the ism per se hasn't quite yet been defined uh the 21st century is widely considered to be the digital century. So how this comes out in the wash is going to be very interesting because I see you're, we're seeing almost like an amalgam of all the isms, all the movements that came before are finding their way seamlessly uh, thanks to you know the exponential growth of technologies and the the, the extraordinary skills that people have with those technologies, the younger generation that came up with them, you know, uh, is, is something to behold. And the quality of artwork that we're seeing across the, the NFT world is, is out of this world. I mean, it, it, it really is. I don't think there's ever been a time in human history where uh, there was so much quality and it's, yeah, so that's where we're at. We're at a point where isms will come, but it's a fertile seedbed. And I think the isms are going to come out of these collaborative group efforts where you start to see people finding their home, finding their niche, uh, you know, who they gravitate toward. And then the personalities will evolve, the con you know, the intellectual sharing will happen it will grow and then you're going to see new uh, evolutionary steps forward in certain directions. And that's where movements will be born. But right now uh, it is this group and groups like it uh, everywhere in the NFT space that are finding their way through the dark toward the future. So that's exciting. Let's move on to the next. Yeah, next up, I think we're gonna jump over to my man in the Holy Land, Metalisa. <laughs> Thank you very much, Ace. Uh, my name is Metalisa. Uh, the name is Metalisa NFT, basically. Uh, I'm the creator of the collection Metalisa, uh, which should be basically 
a thousand pieces uh, of one of one arts, somewhat like generated with randomly with my brain because I'm basically suffering from something that is called BPD. I have uh, constant mood swings. I have constant like the changes. I can get angry. I can get you know, like very sad or very happy, very fast, like every half an hour. So um, as a, I, I didn't like loan to be an artist or in art school or something. Everything was like just a natural way of like taking out my energies uh, into the world and I've been doing this for a long of time for a long time really like I, I probably started like when I was 13 and after a while like you know after um, like I'm 29 now and like when I heard about the NFTs uh, and I understood the potential behind it uh, the, the ability of for an artist to actually make a living and just the connections that you can make with all those people that uh, around the world and believing in this idea, it's something that uh, really, really like gravitated me in and like took me to this idea and something which is very fascinated me. And right now what just happened, I got really, really addicted to this question of uh, NFTs and I just cannot move a, a day a minute without thinking about anything related be it some other projects of some other people or my my own project or like projects like this uh, project with the deck card getting decked which is an amazing project i didn't accept didn't expect a such project to be coming so fast and to actually be fulfilled in three days which is freaking amazing slash it's your it's congratulations to you it's really really good job um, I'm the jack of clubs, okay? Now, now, a funny story about it. I actually was sure it's joker of clubs. <laughs> this is why I designed him to be like a clown. But but I, I was a little bit high when, when I showed the card and when I understood it, so I just go, go on with this. So, so the, the, this is like what I uh, did there. Um, I mostly use uh, 2D art, uh, Photoshop, After Effects to create stickers and animations. Um, that's basically it. Now, I heard you introduced as the man in the Holy Land. Are we talking about uh, Jerusalem? Oh, no, no, but uh, it is the Holy Land. Uh, it is close there. And uh, um, yeah, it's like, a, I really love this part of like giving some like, you know, um, hidden quests, questions in my art. Like I'm a, I'm a pretty passionate gamer. So I love like living so many like Ace knows. He, he was looking for a passport for a couple of days. Um, yeah. I love that. Yeah, so, so, so I, I just don't want to like to open up on this. Like, if you know, you know. Uh, oh, I like secrets. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. I love secrets. Uh, we'll have to uh, we'll have to talk more about this secret. I, I'll dig down into it. All right, let's move on to the next identity. And uh, Metalisa, identity number six. Yeah. So next on the list, we're gonna go with Kamachi. Six, six, six. Oh, God, I'm online. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <So>, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm from Italy. <laughs> Wait. 
I'm so nervous. Okay, I'm from Italy. I'm, I am an old woman. <laughs> I started to do my artwork uh, uh, 2002. And uh, yeah, I love so much work uh, with a computer. Um, my background is uh, sensuality, sexuality, exoterism. <laughs> and I like so much um, Japanese culture because uh, uh, they have uh, a lot of uh, inspiration to me. They look uh, um, about it, details and the rituals and uh, yeah, a lot of uh, um, of the culture that uh, resonate with me. So um, the main uh, inspiration uh, of uh, artists is Utamaro, uh, this uh, wor work with uh, images um, of the woman. And uh, that's why I draw my geisha, it's a special geisha. And uh, my pieces have a lot of, um, um, uh, say, uh, remind to this uh, this typical uh, painting. Okay, <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> Sorry for, for me like this. <laughs> this this recording delay to me, please. But okay, I love so much. I'm here in NFTs from March. Okay, and uh, I started to to jump in the NFT without know anything. So I know this day, I know about the NFT and the day before I have the crypto, I, I, was, I was subscribed to platform, it was crazy, crazy. And in the end, after two months, when I decided to split my, art, my account, uh, different kind of art I do, um, I uh, take this, uh, uh, this uh, um, identity, Komachi. Komachi is uh, the uh, surname of a poetess uh, in Japan. Uh, um, and this uh, name now means uh, beauty. And uh, because I love so much the beauty of life, um, I take this identity and in all change in my life because I, I uh, completely forgot my past. I rebuild my uh, my identity, and uh, I discover spaces. And now I have a, a space where I want to empower artists and all these people around that um, uh, ask me to jump to this project about uh, Slash's eyes. Uh, I was completely in uh, a wee because <laughs> it's so amazing all these people together in the same time in the same space that have the same uh, direction and this is amazing I love so much and I didn't know any one of, of them some I see now some faces yeah that nice, is nice and <laughs> I <laughs> And uh, uh, now I know the, the avatar, but it doesn't matter. I know them from the soul, from the spirit. And this is what I like so much. And this community, uh, I mean, this project of the, the, card, the card is uh, incredible because it connects so much, many different kind of artists, many different kind of personality. And uh, I found uh, uh, this connection beautiful. 
So thank you slash for, for made this project because it's uh, incredible. Sorry. Identity yeah, yeah. number seven. Yeah, you're Go welcome, Komachi. Thank you so much for coming. Um, just if anybody didn't know already, Komachi is like our uh, like our spiritual guidance leader here. She she takes mm. care of everybody, so we're so happy to have her. Um, next and, up, we're gonna. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to point out that she brings up, you know, her presence in the spaces, as you just mentioned, brings up another kind of collaborative effect, and that is uh, collaborating on, um, you know the nitty gritty of life's work, collaborating on healing, collaborating on uh, personal self-development, uh, collaborating on confidence building, collaborating on self-love. Uh, there's a lot of you know nuances to being human. And among all the groups that I frequent and adore on Twitter spaces that is in you know igniting these fires of collaboration, Kamachi stands out as unique among all of them in the way in which she handles, uh, you know, the sort of vulnerabilities of people. And she invites vulnerability uh, in ways that are is really special, really unique. And it's kind of like a great place for the least confident to start. Um, and by that, I mean, not in any negative way, just people who are maybe reluctant to share, reluctant to join a peer group, reluctant to present themselves and they're in all of their vulnerabilities. So, uh, you know, that's just another way in which collaboration is is being enabled. Um, and yeah, so I just wanted to get that out there. Let's move on to our next identity. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more on that one, Henry. Uh, I mean, I just, it's that, that stuff's amazing. Um, all right, next up, we're going to go with my good friend, Block News. To those who hustle, to those who lead, to those who strive, but not in greed. To those who help a brother to fly. To those who are there for a sister's cry. To those who bring it, no matter the weather. To those who unite it, stronger together. I salute you. Good day, one and all. Black Muse here. <laughs> I am the Six of Hearts, and uh, I do not know and I cannot tell you why I got drawn into this project. I cannot tell you why or how I am immersed and swimming in NFT right now. I have taken a month off work. I am working on two to potentially three NFTs. And um, I have been absorbed and uh, inspired by the NFT family. Uh, I have uh, a background in uh, being a member of a cult. I have a background in, in nearly being a, a, a golf coach. I have a background in um, collecting glasses in nightclubs and cleaning urinals. I have a background in quite amount of things. Never in all my years would I have imagined that I would be sitting here with 34 artists in a deck of cards project and me. So I just salute every one of them. And it's an honor for me to be part of such a fabulous project. And uh, Duo alluded earlier on to, uh, to MC Hammer, who just retweeted me and followed me with his 32,000 followers. And I bought all his albums as a kid. And I'm like, no way. What? I, uh, one year ago? One year? What? <laughs> 
So yeah, too legit to quit. Well, hey, <laughs> but hey, so look, it, yeah, so that's me. Um, yeah, if you're okay, shorten it down block. Uh, I am the waiter of the NFT family. That's me. Block Muse. Yeah, yeah Block Muse. Just so you know, I, I picked you. I know that you didn't put any art out there, but I picked you because of your heart. That's why I picked you. I saw that you had something to give, and I wanted to see what it was. And hella yeah for the poetry. I welcome poetry on this space. I'll be doing episodes dedicated to poetry, which you will be a part of, my friend. And um, I would say that um, in the spaces, you often are a phenomenal um, coach and contributor to the the nervous listeners. I've seen you bring confidence to people uh, almost effortlessly. And I, and I really do um, love how you do that. And, and one of the many ways is with your poetry. So thank you for that. <clears throat> Slash. Yeah, so I think next up we can go with uh, Mipuru. He's in here somewhere. Yeah, I'm here. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah, my name is Joram, uh, which is probably hard to pronounce for people outside of the Netherlands. Um, uh, by go, uh, I go by the name, uh, by the alias uh, Mepuru, uh, which is probably also uh, hard to pronounce for a lot of people, so I didn't really choose that name wisely, but uh, stick with me. So uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, am in charge of the Eight of Clubs, um, which I am uh, working on, on as we speak uh, and probably will have done very, very soon. I'm really excited to be part of this project uh, with so many amazing artists. Uh, it's insane to uh, connect with everyone, to talk to everyone. Um, to listen to everyone's stories and uh, to be moved by them, but also to support them uh, in any way possible. Um, What I do uh, in my professional career is that I make uh, photorealistic renders, which is something different than the arts that I normally make. Um, uh, And that is something that I've been doing for uh, only three years. Uh, Before this, I was a programmer and I hated uh, typing on the screen and uh, coding and stuff like that and just finding bugs and everything. It just wasn't my thing and I wanted to do something creative. Uh, so I started um, uh, doing arts, uh, first in game art optimization and uh, 3D modeling for game art. Uh, but then I slowly went into rendering and uh, creating um, art pieces. Um, I have my own series on the foundation, which is called the Necro series. I believe everyone uh, in this room is at least familiar with it. Um, I really enjoy making those pieces. Uh, it is based on my own journey to Japan, which is also um, the pieces are also inspired by Japanese locations. Uh, I've been there a couple of years ago. I stayed there for a while and I cannot wait to go back uh, after this lockdown. Um, but yeah, that's me. And uh, I love everyone in this room. Uh, keep going. Another one from Japan. John, you'll have to chime in later about Japan. Next up, we're going to go with Bidey. Hi, good morning, everyone. I go by Bitey or Bitehead or I Bite Your Head artwork. And I am so pleased to be a part of this project. I'm so honored. Thank you, Slash Ace. And thank you for having me on the show to talk about the project. So I am the Three of Hearts. My artwork is painted textures. I scan them in, use them in Blender, and then I create something brand new out of those textures. And I've been my whole life. I started using Blender roughly in 2015, but but really became a a part of the NFT community in about March of uh, 2020. 
2021 and I've met so many great people and again thank you slash ace you've changed my life this is my first project and first collab and I'm just so excited to be here thank you all right bye to you yeah so next up we're gonna go to um a good friend that I actually met through my brother his name is Anthony Sims and he goes by a Sims art what do you do? <laughs> hey, um, yeah, so I'm Anthony. Um, I've been painting since like 2017, and I got uh, my my first start originally in um, NFTs was kind of in like December of 2020, but I started minting on like Super Rare in 2021, and that's when I started um, really doing it um to to the degree or scale i am because whenever i was doing it in december i was just trying to learn and figure stuff out um but yeah and uh my, my piece of this project was i think the black joker and um yeah i had a lot of i had a lot of fun making it uh that, that's one of my my favorite just characters in general is just um joker characters uh so so it's an honor to be selected for that one uh I, you know this just hearing y'all talk there's a lot of amazing people here and um this is this is going to be super cool and i'm super excited for you know the actual launch and everything that's going to come with it fantastic yeah awesome man we're glad you're here totally um so next up we'll jump over to may and then we have one more after that it looks like hi um good morning guys or afternoon wherever you are uh, my name is may i'm from kenya but i live in pittsburgh pa and i'm a photographer i'm very grateful to be part of this project i'm very excited to see the different um ways we approach the the, the intended cards and also uh it's it has stretched me in my thinking i've already had two ideas that I struck out already because um, I wasn't thinking that I was, uh, I mean, it's just stretching the way I'm thinking. And now I'm on my third, I'm starting to work on my third option for how to approach this. I am the two of clubs and I'm thinking of um, merging my Kenyan side and my uh, Pittsburgh side because Pittsburgh has become my second home now but I, I identify as a Kenyan living in Pittsburgh and I want to show that off in this uh, project so trying to blend the two uh, using my cultural garb from Kenya from my tribe and um, shooting it in the city so it's going to be a self-portrait of some sort and and then you know introduce the the clubs and the number two in, in certain ways. So the design is there in my head, <laughs> but I'll be shooting and actually, and I'm sure with it, there'll be some changes or I'm not even sure if I'll do something with motion yet, but there's, that's, a, that's a possibility. I'm open to those options whenever I'm, I'm editing and sitting at my desk. Um, but, the, but so far I can say, I'm so grateful to be part of this and the the levels at which it is stretching me as an artist so it is i'm just i'm just excited and i hope i i'll be able to match up to what everybody else is doing it just sounds so good and even from what we've seen so far i'm just like overwhelmed it's beautiful 
it's amazing um, and such an honor to be among such talented people. And then, then it's beautiful. The diversity is so beautiful. That's what I stand for. And I love to see, I love to see it. Thank you so much, Slash Ace, for doing this. Yes. May, I, I want to say you must be, I hope you are or have uh, intellectually collaborated with Cindy Sherman. Um, her film skills, many of which took place in metropolitan cities, uh, could be a great inspiration. Um, if you haven't heard of her, I'm, I'm assuming you have. Uh, I, I'm so excited to hear that you're doing a self-portrait and the way in which you describe the, the garb coming to Pittsburgh. Uh, my oldest daughter is a student, a PhD student at Pitt. So I'm often in Pittsburgh. The next time I come up that way, I'll be certain to say hello. Uh, but yeah, that's another form of collaboration. Oh, wow. I love that. All right, Slash, could you please move on to the next. I'm sorry, but could you please tell me the name again? I'm not familiar with her work. Uh, Cindy Sherman. Cindy Sherman, thank you so much. You're welcome. Hi, Komachi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think uh, our last one on my list right here is, is, man, I gotta say, I really like this guy's artwork. He does some crazy stuff with lines and I really enjoy it, man. His name is Two Stone. Hello, hello, hello. How we doing? Good morning. I'd show Tuesday. my face. I'd show my face, but I look like a homeless person right now. I haven't had a haircut in like seven months. Uh, yeah, if you, <laughs> it's not a good look right now. But thank you for having me. Uh, this project is so sick. I love everyone in this room. Uh, Kamachi's mask is amazing. I love that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm the seven of clubs. I'm gonna do a I'm I'm gonna do a portrait with the lines like I've been doing. Um, I'm really excited about it. I uh, I'm gonna do something crazy with it too. So I won't I won't uh, reveal too much. But yeah, like hats off to you guys for putting this together because you know, as they say, we are still early. But I think as a far as far as a community uh, building perspective, we are early in in that regard. And building projects like this is just helping everybody get together and communicate and connect. So it, it's great. Yes, and on that note, I think that's a great way to end this. And thank you for that last comment because one of the reasons why I wanted to do this episode with this group, uh, in full disclosure, I'm also uh, contributing to the, to the project, but it's because I feel like it's so complex and um, foundational. And I think there's a bit of a blueprint here for, you know, future projects to look at and, you know, delve into and be inspired by. Um, so I feel like the work that everybody's doing and the way in which they're contributing, taking it seriously, uh, you know, the, the impassioned work effort uh, is, is going to be inspiring to a lot of people in the community. And when this gets to sort of full tilt, fully realized and, you know, being discussed in the spaces and shared uh, across the pages, you know, that's that's really important. And I think that you brought that up. I thank you for that. And just a quick note, um, I am the three of clubs and I am contributing uh, a contribution that is a collaborative work with my recently deceased brother. Uh, some of you who know me know that my main reason for being here is to carry on a legacy of a relationship that began in the studio 
my brother would visit me at, uh, many days of the week and he was my sort of spiritual companion in my art career and my life's work and uh, you know, it was really hard losing him on February 3rd of 2018. So I'm here because he believed in art, even though he himself wasn't an artist, he was a fan of artists and he did everything he could throughout his life, um, owned a cafe, uh, had, you know, was constantly showing local artists and buying what he could, you know, just to support these young kids. And uh, so, yeah, uh, three of clubs, that's that that'll be mine. And I, I'm really proud to be a part of this project. It was an, an early access for me into the community. Um, my bridge to a lot of friendships that have developed came through, um, you know, uh, slashed. So uh, re real proud to be part of this, real happy to help uh, galvanize support for it through this podcast. And uh, as we segue here into a little bit of a roundtable discussion about um, the project itself, you know, I wanted to point out this notion of the identities. You know, I like that we introduced everybody one by one. And I think it's, there's a powerful point to be made that we here have heard from uh, all of these individuals. These individuals reside all over the world. Uh, they are communicating in real time at all different times of the day and night um, from wherever they live. They are bringing to the table a cultural context to each unique. They are bringing to the table a life of experience, each unique. It is extremely rare in the history of art to see compatibility at a scope of even two, three, four, five artists but that we can now see a collaboration between, now mind you, this was what, 20, 25% of the group that is actually contributing to this project, maybe less. And you already see the magnitude, the magnificence, the complexity, the richness of the minds and the creative spirits that have chosen to get together and by their choosing are adding to every other person in the project's life. And that is what collaboration is about today. I believe that the nature of collaboration is evolving uh, in the arts. It is going to reach a new pinnacle in the NFT space. And that's what we're gonna be talking about today. On that note, I would Henry, like to point out as Henry, if topic, I could just add, yeah. Could I just yeah, add go one ahead. thing in there? Um, Absolutely. You know, there was only a, a small group of us that could come on today and, and uh, share with you on the podcast. But if anybody listening is interested in looking at the rest of the artists, because every single one that we have in here is amazing in their own way, um, they can go to the website at... Uh, gettingdeck.com, G-E-T-T-I-N-D-E-K-T.com. And there's a list on there with everybody's profile links. They can go and click them and check them out. And um, I, I just want to throw that out there that, that this is a small group of, of a much larger group. And I don't, want to, I don't want anyone to feel left out because they're all amazing. 
nobody is left out because you can you can feel it in the spirit of everybody talking uh things i want to talk about i want you guys to consider uh is the channels by which you've all come together because that is what's making this a collaboration and we've all some of us i should say have touched on the spaces so you want to elaborate on your experience in the spaces certainly feel free also this particular project has uh dialed down in on discord um i i think it's priceless what discord offers uh so, sort of the specificity of you know cultivating a group around a particular topic or concept or project and that has been extremely useful to this concept and we can certainly uh, talk about that. So let's open the discussion uh, now. I will let you lead the way slash if there's something that you want to bring to bear and we can sort of call and respond. Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, if you guys wanna speak, you gotta send me a message in the, uh, in the text, but I'll, I'll go ahead and start by saying, yeah, just as a, as a, like a leader, pseudo leader to try and organize that many people, um, having Discord where everybody can meet up together and kind of share stuff, and then also having the spaces and what Twitter brings into it. Because some people like to chat, some people like to talk. So it's to hold that all together with a few different things. Um, is, it, that's just been the best part of it for me, you know, to have that, that many different options where, the, where everybody can come together and you don't, everybody's not stuck in one hole, you know. So the, the Discord thing is, it's crazy. It's fun in there, you know. We're having a lot of fun. We're sharing a lot of stuff. And I don't think we could collaborate with that many people without these tools that technology has given us. Um, I see that there's a couple of people that raise their hand and want to talk. So we're going to jump over to uh, Punk and then we'll go hit Ash. And then... I just want to kind of touch on the importance of talking in Twitter spaces um, and just my own personal NFT journey. I got here late March. And I like my artwork, actually fucking love my artwork, but nobody was paying attention. And it was like basically throwing things to the wind and I wasn't getting any attention. Um, and I, I have a really beautiful piece that actually Slash bought, but it wasn't until um, I clicked that request button on the Twitter space, I went up and I explained my piece and there's a bit of humanity to my piece that it made a co connection with a collector. And I was very fortunate hundred million times fortunate that my first collector was slashed, but I, I just really want to stress to other artists that are listening that I know it, it's, it's terrifying to press that request button, but it, it's the best way um, for us in the community to get a sense of who you are. And just like, if you're an authentic person, because on our side is like, we love everybody. Like we're the most open, inclusive, awesome group of people. I think I've, ever experienced meeting i'm so overwhelmed to be a part of it um but we just want to know that you're a human being so i just really want to stress to other artists listening please don't be afraid to press that request button and go up and talk because it's so powerful and it's so important that we we get to know you so that's all i want to say yeah I can yeah let me uh, hold on slash let me bring something okay, up ahead. here so for those of you who are listening now we have to keep in mind that not everybody that's listening to this show when it comes out is going to have even a clue what spaces are we we can't assume everybody knows uh so i do also want to um say the spaces on twitter if you um i would like to call up a uh, metalisa to talk about 
uh, as a host of one of the spaces, uh, what are spaces, where you find spaces, and, and, and how you access them, if you wouldn't mind, Metalisa. Um, okay, so basically around a month or two ago, uh, Twitter has gone out with a new feature which basically allows to users of the mobile uh, application for Twitter to join uh, certain rooms. Uh, those rooms are showed to you on the feed itself by the people you are following. So if you basically have some sort of a contact with some sort of an artist, so you will basically see the room that he is sitting there and you will be able to join. So after a while, this of this time that basically they introduced this feature and like started ironing some basic bugs and granting more and more access to other people for this feature uh, there were some spaces forming out okay and we started seeing spaces like altered motion space we started to see spaces like uh, lucas uh, bean space like komachi space uh, like my space, the, the, the one I'm running in the morning. Now, those space basically are just a simple room where people are gathering with a certain, uh, let's say, idea or a topic behind it or some sort of commonalities. Let's say for our spaces, we found the idea of NFTs, the common idea which we are standing around. And basically, um, everyone is like, able to just jump in and like to talk their hearts out and like to say whatever they think. And this is a great opportunity because this is basically a limitless resource for artists to meet other artists, to meet other professionals in the field, to learn from them. And I must tell you as somebody who is self-taught, I think maybe 90% of my knowledge coming from this, from these spaces. This is really like been a, such an interesting journey. I've seen so many different people and so many different personalities, so many different approaches to anything, be it branding, be it the way art goes, be it the way how you like uh, approach even like, you know, existing into this world, which are very deep conversations. And this is something you just cannot like, I didn't know about any feature on any other program, which is like, opening this possibility to just randomly walk into a room and have a really deep connection with somebody else. And for the NFT space in a decentralized uh, ecosystem, this basically just the most fertile breeding ground I have seen for beat collaborations, uh, the way you said like uh, the knowledge exchange, the intellectual exchange, this is like those bars where people were walking in and starting to converse about certain questions and about certain topics. Um, so, so, so I don't know if the, I, I hope I like I covered like the most of it. Yeah, for sure. I think what you point out is that people come to these spaces and it, they're coming with, they're coming with the sort of uh, accumulative 
um, knowledge or the breakthrough of knowledge or something exceptional is what everybody brings to the table. So it's a slightly different than the, the, the typical water cooler conversation that you might have uh, at work or you know it, it, at a bus stop or wherever you are. Uh, everyone who steps up and speaks is, is coming there with great intention. And there's a certain level of, of mastery that they share uh, around the topic that they're interested in. And so, like you said, it does quite, it does kind of feel almost as if like you're in a university setting to a certain extent, the level of interest in the topic at hand is second to none. I, I do feel like it's, it's, it's more powerful in certain ways than art school. I mean, I know I have friends who are, have gone to art schools and mostly complain about the lack of the experience they had. I do think that what what we're experiencing in the spaces is, is that powerful go ahead slash who's next um yeah i think ash had her hand up hi yeah i just wanted to add to this so like i know for me like i've only been in the nft spaces and active on twitter um because i've always had a twitter account but i only had like a hundred and some followers and so i would like post art and stuff and there's like no engagement so I spent most of my time on Clubhouse. And I think that is like actually something that may have influenced Twitter to create spaces because there is like similarities in like the way that the platform presents itself. But they kind of like capitalized on the things that are kind of missing from Clubhouse. Like so Clubhouse has become like this weird uh, situation where there's like it's over overflowing with like marketing and things like that and these highly intellectual conversations or conversations about uh with artists that are kind of gatekeepy about what is good art um and it tends to be towards like the traditional form of art um you know things that would be in like a, a museum or a gallery and so there's a very i i feel like twitter space is kind of evens the playing field so you know anybody literally can go up there and like grab the mic it's not like there's no algorithm in spaces like there is in clubhouse that you know, categorizes people and like bumps people down to the bottom based on, you know, whether or not they have they have followers that are actually hosting the page or whatever. So I think that for artists that are brand new, I've seen people go up there and grab the mic and be able to represent and really like share their story um, without like a time limit. There's even like, I guess, like underlying like etiquette rules on Clubhouse. And I feel like our spaces are a lot more like raw and real and, uh, you know, people come in there with all types of things like about their lives and um, just sharing their soul, like leaving their soul in Twitter spaces for real. So I think that's like one of the beautiful things, even though it's a technological enhancement on Twitter, I think that people actually make Twitter spaces. Uh, would yeah, you say go ahead um, yeah i was just gonna say i totally agree with that you know like it just the way that it brings people together is really an awesome force and it, to me it's like i never went to art school either but going to twitter spaces and seeing all these different people from their different backgrounds and that is my art school so um, i i wouldn't mind contributing something about spaces at spidey so I found the biggest transition was after COVID started, I, have to, I had to work from home like a lot of us and I wasn't talking to anyone very much because I wasn't around my coworkers. And after a year getting into spaces, like it felt less lonely. And then I found like a new group of friends 
And I've seen a lot of head nods. So it looks like a lot of people felt the same way as me. And after getting over the initial nerves of just talking and just like really being honest with yourself and other people, like it was absolutely cathartic and fantastic to be accepted and realize how much you have in common with other people's struggles, you know, their responsibilities, their transition, what they're learning in the NFT spaces, um, you know, or mistakes or accomplishments. So the sense of community that's been born out of Twitter spaces has been so beautiful. It's one of the most memorable experiences I'll probably ever have in my life is, is spaces for sure. I think I was thinking you just go ahead. I, I was just going to say something really quick. I, I feel the same way. I feel like we are building uh, future memories for ourselves here. Uh, there are so many moments in spaces that I'm going to look back on uh, years from now. I can confidently say, and I will remember them so vividly because it's been uh, super powerful, man. So with regards to the idea of community, I, in, in, in the context of collaboration, I'm curious how what people want to could can say about this. It it does appear that the the appearance of intimacy is playing a large part in people's trust factor and the ability to open up to others is what's leading to collaboration. So one of the things I think maybe we could say about why collaborations are taking off at this clip, it maybe has a lot to do with the fact that the personalization that you are getting to know people in a way that is, it's almost as if without seeing them, you're seeing them. Yeah, I yeah, think I, I got I, a, I think I, I got a good explanation <laughs> of that. Go ahead, you go first. Well, one, one of the things that I would say is that um, uh, coming as an individual, I, I spent nearly a decade in a cult and I know what environmental controls are and manipulation. I can smell it a mile away. And the one thing I will say about spaces is that it, it, it'll humble the haughty and it'll it'll lift the lowly. And when you see genuine uh, uh, moments of that occurring throughout spaces, it can on your first installation into the space, you could come across uh, silly toilet humor uh, or you could come across somebody who's who's lost somebody you've come across. And so what you have to just as a as a as a health warning for those listening coming into the spaces is come in and listen and 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 jump in because i jumped in and i, I tried to get a middle gear you know i i have full on or full stop and i tried to marry a middle gear but but it doesn't work i'm just full on or full stop so so i i jumped in and and i'm 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 fully in it so if you do just just take the caveat that some some of the you know you can say this is fake love this is shallow this is and it can be overpowering but but just Give it time because you might just come in at the time when there's mad fun and silliness going on or just deep, profound moments. You know, I was doing I was in a space one time and uh, and somebody put in this really deep, moving um, audio clip and they wanted everybody to clear their mind and they wanted to do everything. And then they cut over and this is what did you think of that? And I says, 
I I was on the on the on the, the space and I says oh, I'm sorry I was just changing a poopy nappy and the place just broke up into laughter but but you know it's it, it it is that contrast and that merge of of genuine heartfelt even from the person who says I'm doing it my way to the other person who says you have to be methodical you have to and you know what it's 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 hearing each other's communication, learning in this international space how to be able to host and facilitate, nurture, apologize, challenge, all of the things when you do jump in. I came in, I wrote that that poem was an ode to the NFT community. I had to change that. I'm all about now hashtag NFT family. That's it for me, because that's the core. And that's not like some, now even to somebody when I say that, that could be shallow and shady and, and fake. And, you know, I'm burning. I, I think I'm going to bed on average about 3 a.m. every night after looking after kids and, and trying to do everything and empty and fill skips and all of it. Um, I'm not going on there to be shallow. I see what's happening. We have a digital renaissance happening right now. And so again, without going any further, the caveat I would say, Whatever your experience is, the first time you jump onto a space, don't make that the stereotypical um, scene for the whole lot because each room is different, each person is different. We're all unique. And I, I tweeted out one time there um, a, a, a twist on Vol Voltaire, which was, I, 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 I may not agree with what you display, but I will fight to the death for your right to display it. And, and, and that's what we do. It's this mutual sort of uh, respect and allowing each other to, to um, flourish within that. And that's really where, you know, I turn from waiter to, uh, to uh, probably a bulldog aggressor defender when I see what's coming. You know, we see them in spaces. We see these slick talking um, marketeers that will butter you up to get your pen on a piece of paper and, 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 and launch with them. So, you know, it, it is, it's, it's just with that, that's sort of uh, an encompassing sort of uh, view that I, that I, the way I would be looking at it per se. And I wonder if mutuality is another key word here uh, besides personalization and maybe out of personalization is where we discover mutuality. Uh, because again, the idea of moving into a collaboration, historically speaking, has always been one about, it's always been about trust issues. And the, there is a rationale here for an advancement at the rate and the pace at which people are able to achieve mutuality. And it's in those moments where we understand that we have uh, mutual goals that we then start to explore what how might those mutual goals be forwarded together? Uh, just want to add that to the conversation. I yeah, just want so, to say, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Paul. I was just going to say, say one just really quick thing. I mean, like to me, art is anything that makes you feel something, and the spaces are the easiest way to make an emotional connection with somebody else. And we live in a digital age, and I think, like what Bitey said, is in a really hard difficult couple of years for all of us you know i'm sure we have had to hard, like anyways that's all i wanted to say it's just a, it's a really really powerful way um to really connect with people uh, across the world so and how has that uh intimacy affected or interested you in collaborating with other artists i mean it's like i didn't know that these kind of human beings could, could exist you know like I, I had a call yesterday with slashed and i started rambling about my art and i apologize because sometimes 
I get into those modes where I just want to talk about art and then I feel bad because I've lost the listener. But then the slasher's just like, oh, dude, that's so dope. Like he's still hanging on to everything I'm saying and he's so engaged and so excited about the same things that I'm excited about. And it's like, holy shit, I can actually go like just talk about art for like an hour right now. And like, it doesn't even have to be my own art. Like I, I love seeing other people's art and seeing what they're doing and, and hearing their stories and where they come from. It's so beautiful and it's so impactful. Like it's just, it's such an amazing space to be a part of. And I, I just hope that everybody that's an artist or has ever had a inkling to having a pen in their hand, just like, please um, come share your story, come share your art. Like we really want to do hear what you have to say. And we really want to know your stories because they inspire us so much and like i literally like i i want to start every one of my days by just talking to these people they're just such phenomenal human beings that it's just the best way to like go out into the world and like the impact it's had on me like personally and the way i conduct myself with other people i'm just a happier person now i'm just going to say that right now so that's that's all i want to say on that let me ask the group um in discord i've seen uh, i have seen personally enormous impact of having access to uh, answers about or feedback about your works in progress. Uh, does that, somebody want to touch on how you have benefited as an artist uh, in those conversations in Discord with this collaborative group? For me, um, I, I think the biggest collaboration is the fact that uh, people are doing different types of art. So you know, being like a, a typical, like two-dimensional artist or like photographer, like I, I think seeing everybody else's work shows me what's possible where I wouldn't have had that, like, like the bar is high sort of. Yeah. And so like having the opportunity to see whether or not I can push myself like in, in different ways that I would have never been exposed to before is like really awesome. And I, and I do think that it's a very supportive collaborative space because that, I think that's, something that can be missing sometimes is that it could feel like competitive. This does not feel competitive at all. Like, even though there is like a friendly competition thing, uh, it feels like everybody's got everybody's back and it's just, will jump in and help. And it's, it's definitely transformed the way that I envision like the queen of hearts um, and, and pouring like my soul into it. Cause I'm seeing what other people are doing. I'm like, yo, like that is so sick, that's so fire. Yeah, mm. I, I, I'll chime in there as well to uh, to that side of the impact that it has on the individual. While we're talking about jumping into space, um, but the influence it's had on us, and you see that transition to when you come in, you find your feet, then all of a sudden you start collaborating because, as you addressed there, Art, is the, is the, is the, the, the trust, that, that base has been built with a, with a core group, and that's not a click because that core group just said, come on up. It's, it's an inviting core that just grows. It's not an exclusive, it's an inclusive. And, and that's just growing day after day. And you just see it when, when these people are just helping. There was a lady last night there and she was trying to uh, find out what uh, minting was even. And uh, I think Tori was there just helping and, um, and just with the, a, a big chunk of it. Now, if you were moderating on a very formal place, you would be cutting that short and doing whatever, but it was no. This is what we do. And, and, and that's why there, there's certain people there who, who just um, click with other people. And they might be the most opposite in, 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 in normal terms, politically, religious, any. 
um, but but it's there. But but the one the point I want to make is that while that's happening, we jump into the space. What the effect that it's having on us as we pour out into community? I'll give you a short example. I was uh, I was doing a job in a in a public service uh, site, um, and uh, and this lady. Um, uh, came into the room there's about four or five of us in the room and she was a senior clinician amazing amazing lady and uh, and we were talking and because I would have been talking last year this time last year it would be DeFi finance uh, investing and all of that you know put you to sleep now I'm all about the art it's oozing out here's on the front of my phone is a $500 photo from my uh, one of my favorite artists who sucked me into it he colorizes his photos digitally and I'm showing this puppy off that's my that's my outreach straight away look at this and they're like oh that's a nice painting no it's a photo and uh, and but we get talking and I get telling her about you know my, my love of poetry and there's the room is filled with people who were probably one might be sort of um um empathetic to my uh speaking but but she blurted out straight away this beautiful poem um that she had written and she was about to hit retirement and she just hit this and the room went still you could tell it was palpable um in 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 the room and then I said to her, I said to her, those words need to be immortalized on blockchain long after you're gone. And she started to cry. Tears started to pour out. Now, if I hadn't have jumped into a space, if I hadn't have jumped into NFT, if I hadn't have been influenced by so many amazing people in this space that are egging me on and that I am egging on to, to do, what is the spill out factor? Quite often we just think of Twitter, we think of this, we think technically, but the knock on effect and the ripples in, 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 in the, the global context is is deep and profound and i'll say one final piece on this and that is that um if you make a sale for uh, an artist in a third world country you're not only changing that individual's life the potentially the family and even potentially a community what does that look like in um, bringing and onboarding. And that's why I always try and champion these artist skills from, from India and Africa, who we should be doing a lot more to support and encourage because people like to think in their own mind's eye that you know um, it's nice abstractly to be positive about something and feel like you're, con you're contributing to life because you, you're, you're pro something or anti something. But when you jump in and you make a sale for, for an artist in, in a, a, who, who's struggling, that has a massive impact, more than any sort of um, self-esteem you have with your own uh, worldview that you're feeling good about yourself because you 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 ascribe to it without contributing, and and, and that's really that's really it. I mean, I'm yeah. just time in here. Just one sec. I mean, I want to ask the other artists like, what's it like when you get that bid? And it's like a weird anxiety. You can't focus on your real work anymore, and all of a sudden it's like the most exciting thing because it's like. I, I still can't believe people like my art. I, I know, and I, I, I had a friend that had a quote the other day. It's like, if uh, David Bowie had imposter syndrome, it's okay for me to have it as well. So, but I mean, that that bit anxiety is real for sure. I mean, and like, it's, it's so exciting because what Block Music is saying, it does actually literally change people's lives. And like, when you get to hear the emotional response of, of that bid and someone and like, like you can't fake it, so. Yeah, and Block Muse was my first buyer. Um, and he bought it because he heard the backstory about it. And I'm not kidding. Like, it was like, 
early and I like cried but not and and not because of like how much it was like bid for but it was like like somebody gets it you know what I mean like somebody gets like my style of work 100 percent yeah it was wild like it's just validation it's like okay now what else can I do because this one's gone (laughs) oh it's so inspiring like I literally I'll like open up my photoshop immediately when it happens I just start throwing at the you know the tablet you know it's so cool so what I'm hearing is that the community at large has become a collaborative collaborative effort at developing the space, and which is right in line with the uh, mo of 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 decentralization and you know what the revolution that started with crypto that has now uh, sort of. Uh, spun off into the nft as the as the next uh important step that what i'm hearing from everybody so far is that the collaborative sense regardless of whether or not we're talking about a group collaboration of you know 54 artists in the decked project or we're talking about the collaborative effort to homogenize the importance of individual uh mindsets cultural influence that we're bringing to bear culture at large and sharing it so much so thoroughly so effectively so emotionally potently you know um that people are expanding who they are they're growing into something bigger brighter better more capable um self-sufficiency is expanding uh, your capacities are enlarging. That's what's happening, right? Yeah, and I, I yeah, it's kind of like, like I will be corny. So it's kind of like baking a cake and everybody's like an ingredient, you know, like. <laughs> and it's I like, love that. Yeah, depending on which Twitter space you jump in, you could end up with chocolate cake or red velvet or a hot mess. It's still cool. <laughs> I, I mean, I know personally for me, like coming back to my music background, I used to love to see young bands in a little bar and then see them on a, like a 2000 person stage. And every time I see an artist that was, you know, nervous to speak and meek and, and, you know, stumbling. And then, you know, it's like a month later or not even a month. It feels every day feels like a month in the space, but I mean like a, a week later, they've got this amazing piece on sale. There's bids all over it and, you know, they're out in a space and you can hear the confidence and the exuberance in their voice. And like, for me as another artist, I'm like, hell can, yeah, that's awesome. You get that, get that championship. Cause it inspires me. It is it, really what gives us the juice to keep pushing. Cause we, even though I always say this one thing is we all have our own puzzle and we all have to figure it out. But if I can give you a piece and you can give me a piece or you can help me figure it out, we're, we're all going the same journey. And it's that self-realization that is so powerful um, that you get to see in this space, which is so cool. Can I say something? <laughs> yes, come on, please. Yeah, this is uh, seems a beautiful picture and all pinky rainbow or whatever. I want to point in in a way. Uh, this is a possible. This collaboration with people is possible because people are open because we share so much uh, our intimacy, personal uh, stuff. And uh, because of that, we are much, much more closer and we, this collaboration is possible to do it. Uh, jump in the space is not the key. You, you needed to share yourself in a way. 
And uh, this is much more important. It's not like, okay, I, I jump in space. It seems so easy, so funny. Uh, yeah, there are some spaces we can make fun and whatever, but the important things in the collaboration is uh, be ourselves and be together. And this uh, project from the deck is possible because all people are in the same direction, same goal. They want to share, they want to be part of uh, all of this because of is powerful, is about uh, uh, put all together in the same place and uh, rise and make some beautiful stuff. But this is possible not because uh, you jump in the spaces. Okay, just just that. I, I, yeah, I think that's I, a big point because really, you can be a listener, but as soon as you grab that mic, that's where you like get your power. I really think it's like, basically all the spaces, the NFT, the crypto, the crypto all these technological uh, enhancements, plus all the situation that like was happening with the coronavirus, just like let people who are really focused on creating all the ground, the playground they actually need. Really, like as long as you have a computer and an internet connection, there is nothing actually that stops you to join and actually start creating art, start connecting with people. Nothing stops you, really. You don't need nothing for this. You don't need papers for the university. You don't need approval from nobody. Just go in and doing doing do do, do your do your do yourself. You just do what you love. And if you are focused on creating, then you will find so much people who are focused on the same goal. This is something very beautiful on those places. And maybe for the first time ever, things are obviously not being created in a vacuum. And that maybe we're, we're moving as a society or as a you know, panoply of societies from that lone wolf genius to a loaded group of uh, collective genius uh, by the magnitude of one adding to one, adding to one, adding to three. Um, that is something that's happening now that this group uh, certainly is emblematic of. And I want to ask you all now, where do you think, what do you think is the potential for collaboration moving forward? As you have come to understand collaboration. Yeah, so there's so many opportunities to open up collaborations like in the, in the, in the place we're at now, it's, it's, it's too easy you know it used to be before you'd have to go out somewhere you'd have to meet another artist you'd have to you'd have to make sure that you guys can get along enough to work on a piece together but now you don't really need that like we can be you know i can collaborate with metalisa on the other side of the world and i don't have to know about his politics i don't have to know about his religion i don't have to know about anything i just i know he's a cool guy and i know he makes good art and I would like to work with them. And it's easy to just reach out and go, hey, you wanna, you wanna jump in and do this? And we send back and forth things over the internet and, and then, and you could just build on that so easily. There's so many opportunities where collaborations could go in this space. I mean, I get people sending me messages all day long about, hey man, we're doing this, we're doing this project. You wanna jump in? Oh yeah, let's jump in. Or no, I don't have time, but there's so many things coming in and getting started and getting going. Like 
where we're going to be at in six months, you're not even going to know because the collaborations are so easy to do in this space and it opens so many opportunities for so many different people. And that's the coolest thing about it. I just want to say one thing on that too. What's so exciting as an artist is that certain art styles that I'll never be able to do. And then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm going to use Slash as an example, like his calligraphy, I just can't do it. But I can use his assets now to create something that I could never could before. And it's so exciting in that sense. It's like, oh my gosh, like I can actually do that thing I've been wanting to do my entire life. Because there, there are certain things I can't, I can't be Slash. There's only one Slash. Does that make sense? Yeah, we have a collage of personalities and a collage of talents. And we're seeing an evolution into what even is the definition of collage. What does it mean to collide talents? to collide styles, to collide aesthetics, to collide intentions, to collide cultural influences, you know, and, and, and by definition, metaphorically speaking, collage is fundamental to digital creation and, and layering and whatnot, or the blender, or, you know, the collage technique uh, that has been digitized. And yet now we're seeing that at the human level. And I think that's a really profound uh, thing that's happening right now. Yeah, and to uplift what Blockmuse said earlier, it's like a digital renaissance. Like that's really like legit what it feels like in my bones. And that's, yeah. I just wanna say something real quick, um, especially with like regarding collabs. I mean, when I first came into this space, I came in on a collab. Um, I just was on Instagram. I scrolled through this person's profile and clicked on a random, photo and it just so happened that he was looking for a musician to hire like six months before that and I contacted the guy and, and we hooked up and you know we sold a piece for a significant amount of ETH which I didn't know what the worth was at the time because I was pretty new and like that is the power of collaborations to me in my experience like it could be the difference between somebody being involved in this or not and just having worked with like I, I love doing collabs I think I almost like doing collabs more than I like doing stuff on my own just because there's so much uh involvement and you get to you get to know people and especially when there's more than one other person like I'm doing like five collabs right now and I'm like literally driving myself crazy but I will never not work with other people after this it's this is just how my uh is how my journey is going to go from here on out because it's just there's so much more power when there's more than just yourself. You're you're bringing a different sides of uh, different stories. It's, it's powerful. And that is, you just brought up another point that I hadn't thought of, which is really um, beautiful. And that is, we talk all the time about like give peace a chance, right? When we talk about what's wrong with the world today, when we think about how to make the world a better place. And, you know, you have the smartest minds in the world saying, well, we, the problem is we have a world of individuals. Nobody wants to get involved or everybody's on a, is on a different, you know, in a, in a different place. And, you know, you're on one side of the political spectrum or another. Well, as has always been the case, you know, people don't quite understand how uh, cultural history is primarily directed by art movements, artists, art contribution to culture, because what art is, is that blender, is that document, is that filter uh, through which 
everything else that happens in every period in, in, uh, uh, of human history is filtered down through uh, collectively through all of the arts into culture. And I'm seeing now through by, by way of collaboration that the potential for a greater togetherness in humanity and not to sound hokey, but I mean this sincerely, that what you just said about you'll never again not work in a collaboration. I wonder how many people would have said that 15, 20 years ago. I don't think that the true value of what you just said and how collaborative this microcosm of humanity is becoming at the rate it is becoming collaborative, that we will then inform culture and that by informing that culture of tomorrow, our children and their children are going to be indoctrinated, not into the me generation, not into what, how can I survive? How can I live? How can I make money? And, you know, like somebody said earlier about, uh, you know, working with and pro uh, promoting, you know, the, the underdeveloped countries where they have a great lack and these artists who are, you know, from sub-Saharan Africa or impoverished parts of, you know, cities in Bangladesh or India or wherever, that they have an opportunity through the sale of a single artwork to feed their family for a month. And, you know, that we in the West don't quite, don't quite realize that or haven't historically. And now in this space um, we, where everybody's story is coming together and, and, and colliding, that the sensitizing to calamity, tragedy, suffering is heightening. And that that's where I'm, why I say this is NFT is the future of art history. And I do believe that the collaborative sensibility is going to be a great part in directing what that art history in the future looks like, what great contribution was made by today's artists. Um, and, and I think that's what we're talking about here today. And, and, I, and we're going to have uh, an episode coming up about the spaces specifically. And we're going to it's going to be a, a lineup of all of, uh, you know, all really significant hosts in the NFT space uh, spaces. So uh, thank you for talking so much today about the spaces. I think you really nailed down that it's in, it really um, fundamental to what's happening here, uh, that it's inseparable from what's happening here. So I just wanted to want to get that out there. Somebody wants yeah. to comment. Yeah, the, um, so basically the way that I set this project up because I, I came to Twitter and the first time I jumped in the space, I think I had like maybe 30 followers or something. And I jumped in and um, normally throughout the day, I listen to podcasts, but I turned it on. And then for probably three weeks, I was just listening to just conversations from people from all over the world, all these like different stuff. I never said anything because I was at work, but I was just listening. And the way that you could, the way that you could feel them, you know, you hear somebody talking about their stuff and what they got going on and their artwork and you feel a connection to them because you could relate to that. And so during those three weeks of just listening to everybody, I, I was making a mental list of like, oh, I think, I think this person is cool. I think this person is cool. I probably get along with them. I probably get along with them. They probably get along with each other. 
and I was in different spaces, all these different ones. Like I wasn't just stuck to one. I was all these different circles. And then when the idea to do this came in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, that's perfect. I could bring in all these people. I already have the list in my head. And so when it came to sending out the invites to, to start this collaboration that we did, I already knew. I already knew like, oh, well, if this guy comes in, he's going to get along with this guy. And if she comes in, we're all going to get along. And if we just build on these other people that get along together, and maybe if we if we don't have enough space at the end, or if we have spots left, we could just ask somebody to bring in one of their friends that might fit into the group. And it just it just built so fast, like it just exploded. And the, the, that never would have happened without um, what we have in those spaces and with the people, you know, talking and 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 so the the collaboration portion of it comes from that. It comes from opening up and sharing your story and talking about your art and just being who you are. Because I think a lot of us get stuck. You know, we've been stuck in this pandemic. Everybody's been stuck by themselves for so long. And and it's easy to forget that there's other people in the world that feel like you do and have the same um, desires like to, for creating and, and making art that you do. It's hard. It's easy to get lost in that. So to have a place where you can come and just be like, oh, wow, there's so many more people that share this, this desire that I have in me to create something and to put them all together in one place and let them all talk, you're, something's going to happen in there. You know, some collaborations are definitely going to come out of that. And, and the opportunity for more to begin is, is enormous. I, I, you know, I can't, I can't um, give enough praise for that. Now, let me just wind this down. What I'm, I wanted to just sort of finish on my part with this. You know, the great dialogical philosopher of the 20th century, Martin Buber, he wrote a life-changing book for me that I read in my early 20s called uh, I and Thou. Martin Buber, um, a Jewish scholar, philosopher of, you know, his style of, of thinking is called dialogical. And th by that, it is what it sounds like. He philosophizes about the importance of dialogue uh, to human growth, survival, um, evolution, expansion, etc. And his, he famously said that dialogue doesn't happen between you and I. It happens in the between of you and I. And that between of you and I is a space. The spaces is that fundamental between of the you's and the I's. And that's why it's so potent because it's dialogical in its nature. And it is kind of, an, for me, validation of what Martin Buber, his life's work and contribution to philosophy that has so impacted philosophers that followed him that is giving the future of humanity some hope is that dialogue can become more globalized, can become more uh, homogenized in a way that culture filters down from the many separate to the one. And if that all happens, I think it's going to look like the spaces. I think it's going to be dialogical. I think it's going to be the betweens of the you's and the eyes. And 
I want to thank all of you for coming today. And I know Slash has one final story, but before he, he tells us that one final story, I wanted to give everybody here a chance just for a parting word. And if uh, you would be brief, just so we might wrap it up here. Well, I'll, I'll just add um, to, to that art um, is that uh, the, when I went by the name Muse, um, the Greek word Muse means to think. The Greek word A means not. Many of us today spend our lives looking to be amused and not thinking. And so uh, in, in sort of conjunction with that, when we come into this space, when we collaborate, when we do all of these things, um, we, we challenge each other to do just that thing. And I have had to reinvent my Genesis NFT because of my collaboration and speaking and learning and listening to each other. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. I guess my parting words would be for like artists that don't understand completely what's going on, uh, like I was, uh, just jump in and, and uh, just, yeah, when you get an opportunity to share a little, even if it's a smaller room, just do it. Like, take that leap of faith and, um, like, love on your work and just share it. My parting words would be, be true to yourself and follow your dreams. Uh, yeah, I want to add on to, uh, indeed, just jump on the spaces, uh, talk to people, uh, share your passion for art, because I think that's very important in the space as well. Um, show off what you can do show off what you're busy on show your programs and uh make people fall in love with that and uh, that's my parting words i would say keep on improving and keep on learning and know that each one of you have a unique style and each one of you will find the people who will see your unique style and will get in love with it really no matter what you're doing you're you you are the only one who can do it the best I'll just say um, thank you for, for giving us a platform um, from all of us. Like we appreciate you having this conversation with us and um, you know, giving us a channel to speak to your audience as well, because you're, you're helping as well. And we, you know, it, it means a lot to us too. Thank you. Take Kamachi. Fire. Yeah. Take <laughs> the fire, bring the fire. I, and try to be unique, try to be yourself much more than construction or or business or whatever be yourself inside be true and be positive in a way to construct a relationship is that everybody no we're doing Yeah, I think he's yeah. on three, he's on three Twitter Spaces and two podcasts right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcasts and kind of impossible to, to to be in every in everywhere. So, oh, basically, I'm gonna say thank you because this is a great way to express yourself, and I hope that this can be more. Uh, in the future, we can do a lot more with, with these uh, platforms and, and this kind of uh, exposure so we can also teach the new people that are coming um, how to enter the space without any problems. And 
you know, when we entered, uh, we made a lot of mistakes. And, and if those mistakes, these people can enter without making them, it's going to be greater. So thank you very much for having us here and, and for letting us be part of animation project that is a deck and the animation project that is uh, this podcast that you are making. And I hope that you keep uh, supporting NFT world. So thank you. Wonderful. Slash. Yeah. So, um, you know, in closing, I just, the first thing I got to say is I got to say thank you to all these amazing artists that we have in here. Um, this project wouldn't be anything without them. And with them, it's, it's, it's going to be amazing. Like once we start dropping stuff, it's going to be some jaw dropping work. I promise you that. And I just want to wrap it up by telling one story about a piece of art because that's what we're all here for, right? So if you go to uh, my foundation page and pull up a piece of art that I made, it's called Flash Ace, Take Your Shot. And if you go check that piece out, um, it was the first animation I ever did. And I have been playing with animations for about two weeks. So I was trying to like figure out how to do it. You know, you get animations and there's 40 different layers and there's all this stuff going on. So I had no idea. So I was just playing with it. And on the day that I had the idea for this project, um, I got home at the end of the day and I was, I was sitting in my, in my office and I was looking at that, that thing was just playing over and over on my, on my tablet. And, and I was thinking about, okay, 54 people, everybody's going to have to make a card. We're all going to have to be connected somehow. And I got into that place that I think many artists come to, you know, where you just like, you fall into that pit of, of self-loathing and and you pick everything apart and you you tear it all down till there's nothing left you know you, you like you get inside yourself and you beat yourself up and it could fail this way it could fail that way you know this is never going to work and and i'm sitting there like all this terrible stuff spinning around in my head and whatever that animation said before i have no idea honestly i was trying to think of it the other day but I, I went in there, I deleted the three layers that were on there, and, I, and in about 30 seconds, I just whipped that out real quick. I said, take your shot, and I saved it, and I minted it, and I put it out there, and then I went to work, and I started making the website, started sending out the invitations. So I just want everybody to know, you know, like, we're all humans. You, Everybody's going to get down on yourselves. We all get there, you know, we all get to that place where where you just it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel but sometimes you just have to take your shot and sometimes you're going to miss but sometimes you're going to end up with 54 people around you creating something that was never even thought of before and to me that's amazing so beautiful and you know what i came into today with a certain amount of reservation that you know, I was going to have to, you know, brush up on my chaos theory, uh, imagining having so many people on a podcast being recorded by a gentleman in Japan, you know, we into the wee hours of the night. John, thank you for, again, your hard work and dedication to the NFT space and, you know, for helping this podcast exist. It couldn't be done without you. If you have any parting words for the group today. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure, Henry. Uh, it's been a great show. It's so good to see everyone so sincere and kind and willing to help each other. It's it's awesome. Uh, I hope to see uh, some of the artwork. I, I pulled up the site. 
uh, can't remember the name right now, Getting Decked, is that right? Getting Decked. Yeah. So I pulled it up. I did. I saw everyone's names. Like there's, you know, I'll put it up later when I when I do the YouTube version. But I'm looking forward to seeing everyone's art. And uh, thank you all for your time today. It's been great. Wonderful. All right, everyone. This has been uh, a real joy, honestly, a real joy. And I think we took our shot and I don't think we missed. Uh, this yeah, is thank you go so much, Henry, man. Like, uh, this has been a real pleasure coming on here with you. And it was, it was really great talking to the group. And John, thank you for all your hard work over there. Go get some sleep, man. All right. All right. Good night, everyone. Take care, guys. See you later. Uh, thank you so much. Night, guys. Bye. So great. Bye. 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 Thank you. <laughs>